I saw a news article earlier this morning that said uh, women have been found to have a better night's sleep when they sleep with their furry little friend. That's not a euphemism. If you're listening in your ears, I'm talking about a dog, right? Not a cat specifically, very much dogs. Um, Then they do if they sleep with their partner by themselves or with their child. And I would like to heavily contest this because I have the worst night's sleep every night because this little rat face sleeps like a starfish in my super king bed all across it and I'm huddled in the side. But I cannot sleep unless she's on the bed. I do not sleep unless Bernie's on the bed. If Bernie's not on the bed, I wouldn't have a good night's sleep. So I agree and disagree with that study. And they have found that more and more women are choosing to have a, have a puppy and have a dog rather than have a child. Let's talk about it. Do, do, do. Famous with a baby. So behind me, if you can see, if you're watching on the YouTube video, I've got Bernie. Bernie is a Bernie's mountain dog. They are incredible breeds. They're so beautiful. They're big, daft, giant goofballs. She's a giant girl. So she's 44 kilos. Um, She was 45, actually. There was one week that she was 48 because she decided to eat a a bag of dried yeast. That was funny. Wasn't it, Bernie? Do you remember those days? Your poos were hilarious that week. Um, Bernie is 44 kilos. Um, she is the biggest, gentlest goofball. And it always amazes me that people either have two responses to seeing a Bernie's mountain dog. They either go, oh my gosh, she's beautiful. And they get really excited and want to come say hi. Or they look terrified and want to run away. And I'm just here to advocate for big, giant breeds. The bigger the breed, in my experience, the bigger the goofball. The smaller the breed, the little rat faces are problematic. It's these little yappy dogs that I cannot stand that will always have a go at Bernie. Little yappy dogs always have a go at Bernie and their owners never do anything about it. They just laugh and go, ha, 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 ha. And I'm always thinking, if Bernie responded to your dog the way that you're responding to mine and I laughed at you, you'd call the police on me. So owners of yappy dogs, take note. Um, so why are more women choosing to have pets rather than babies? I think there's so there's such a we're seeing such a shift in society, aren't we now? It, like there's huge changes taking place in the last few years, and I think it's probably been since the invention of the internet, hasn't it? Like the development and the connections and the the information that we're having is fucking unreal, and especially now seeing with AI developing and all that stuff. I don't know what the world is going to look like in 20 years. I don't think it's going to be as similar as it is now. I think it's going to be drastically, drastically different. And I know many people are choosing not to have children um, for very personal reasons, whether that's uh, the financial situation, there's a cost of living crisis, whether they haven't met the right partner. So you're getting more and more women that are single, like myself, who are single in their 40s. And you're getting so many men being single now as well, and they don't get it either. And you're like, well, mate, because the fucking the system's changed, right? Because it used to be you'd get a couple get together. So you'd get, you know, you'd get together with a partner. So women needed men to have a roof over our head, to put food on the table, to keep us, you know, to keep us fed, watered with a roof over our head and clothes on our back. Like you needed a male partner. So actually what you would do as a woman, you'd be submissive to that male partner because your survival relied on him providing for you like he was the provider because not because men are the alpha and they're natural you know the natural hunters but because it was illegal for women to <laughs> read and write it still is in certain countries let alone fucking go and get a job like women were just the idea was women were supposed to stay at home and look after the family now 
I'm not here to bash you over the head and be like, oh, women are so independent, we should be allowed to work. I, I 100% love family. I 100% love the idea of a family. And I do think it's important for a child to have loving parents and a loving person and a loving care provider and for people to be at home with the child. Like, I totally get that. This is with, this is not a di- an argument that's so clearly black and white. There's, there's so many parts of this i absolutely think a child should have their caregivers with them it should be easy for people to be able to provide for their family it should be a lovely lovely time in anyone's life when they bring home a newborn or have babies or have kids or whatever however our system if you call it capitalism i think that's what they call it it's not set up for the family dynamic it's never been set up for the family dynamic the system is based on people working their asses off working their fingers to the bone giving the best years of their life to a company being absolutely exhausted dying at the end of it hopefully having a pension that shit doesn't work anymore right then you had this new age of like hustle 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 culture you had to hustle 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 give it everything you've got until you burn out so you work completely uh, for a company or for a business to make money. So you have no personal life, you have no social life, you don't do anything. You maybe have your weekends off, but everything revolves around work, making money, making, making money. And you have these workaholics. So we saw something recently with Idris Elba talking about how he's seeing a therapist for because he's a workaholic, right? So that doesn't necessarily work for us either. And you kind of go, for many, many years, how it used to look, and I, d- I discovered this when I did Politics for Bitches, so how it used to work is if you had a job role, even though you're not, it's illegal to discriminate um, based on age and gender and sexuality, what you would have is you would have a company and they would want to hire somebody. So they say they wanted to hire somebody and invest in that person. And to invest in that person, it would take you like, you're like right, I'm going to hire this person. I'm going to have to train them up for the first year or two in order to get them going. That's going to cost me money. Say it's going to cost me, I don't know, let's just keep it really simple, £10,000 to spend on training that person as well as hiring them, right? And you've got two people, all of a child, both of a child-bearing age, men or women, and you go, which person am I going to hire? Is it going to be the man that's going to likely, if he gets somebody pregnant, he'll likely stay in the job role and then I'm not going to lose my 10000 Or is it going to be the woman who, likely if she gets pregnant, she's going to leave and then I've lost out the 10000 So even though it's not illegal for companies to say, actually, I'm going to hire the man over the woman, you could see how some companies would inadvertently in what those things called that Joey from Friends always gets wrong, uh, <laughs> inadvertently do do that a higher, right? You can kind of understand it. And actually what I've, which I, what I was saying and what lots of people have been saying for a long time, there's other people that are way more qualified than me on this shit, is basically what you need to do is make a parental leave uh, law. So you have to make, uh, you have to make the father's leave uh, as mandatory as the mother's. So rather than be like, oh, well, if a girl gets pregnant, she has maternity leave. It's like, well, no, if a couple of a man gets a girl pregnant, he has to have paternity leave and it has to be law. So then that way, both people have to have the time off work and actually make family at the root of working, at the root of making money, at the root of your company ethics and ethos, you know, introducing crashes, introducing free childcare. Do you know childcare? I was looking at it. It's about, and I feel like this is quite a small amount, a thousand pounds a month for a nursery. Mate, a thousand pounds a month for a nursery, as well as all your other fucking costs, like, you know, nappies and shit. I don't know, I haven't got a baby. So, why are more and more people choosing not to have children? Um, we're getting dogs instead, right? And I never liked dogs. I've always thought dogs were dicks. Bernie, you've done nothing to change that opinion. I used to love doing that joke. I did that joke um, on stage once. I did, I did a filming of God as a Woman. And you can see the clip on YouTube. Actually, I've, um, I'm setting up an Instagram account called Famous with a Baby. And, and I'm going to post clips on there from this podcast. So if you want to see the clip of Bernie being a legend and giving the best side eye 
I'm on stage and I basically say what I just said, which is I hate dogs. I've always thought dogs were dicks. You've done nothing to change that opinion. And Bernie just lifts her head and looks at me and she gives me the best facial expression. She's got brilliant comedic timing. So I'll share that on there because it's gone viral. It's had like millions of views on TikTok. So I'll share that on there. What was my point? What was I talking about? Oh, I hate it when this happens. Childcare costs thingy. So why are more people choosing uh, to not have children? I've got several friends that are choosing not to have children, right? And like I said previously, it used to be that you'd get a partner and you settle down um, so that they could look after you. So you had some kind of like life insurance, right? So your quality of life would be all right. But what that meant was is that women put up with bullshit, shitty behaviour because they had to. Because your like your survival literally depended on you being looked after. Because you weren't allowed to work, you weren't allowed to do any of those things. And that generation is not so far behind us. It's our mothers and our grandmothers. It's not so fucking far. Behind behind us whereas now women you don't need a man to put food on the table you don't need a man to put a roof over your head you have your own money you have your own autonomy you buy your own fucking things you can do everything by yourself and so therefore your standards are raised so you're no longer willing to put up with a relationship where the relationship was bullshit and you're getting the bare minimum for a man he's not emotionally fucking developed and you've got these women that have had to evolve because women have been kept in smaller and smaller spaces and because they've done that be- they become smarter wiser wittier funnier like they've they've had to handle loads of things they've had to emotionally really evolve and adapt whilst they're in these small fucking boxes so now we're fucking free they're kind of running shit and craving things and craving all this like autonomy and like independence and and navigating this world and you're seeing like the other side is now you're getting men don't know how to date women and don't know what to do with women and like oh feminism has ruined our lives feminism hasn't ruined your life mate feminism is improving your life feminism there to improve your life is feminism and you get these guys going on dates, right? And you get these guys going on dates. And they're like, they don't, they don't know how to behave. You've got this rise in incel culture. The biggest terrorist threat we have is incel culture. And incel culture is men that cannot get laid. Because we're seeing this shift. Whereas I feel like we've had this shift. Whereas, whereas men have not had to. And men have kind of had to. The, their lifestyles hasn't really changed, if you think about it, in the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Because they've always had independence and freedom and autonomy. Whereas women's have. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because you go, well, that's the only life you've ever known. So as a woman, the only life I've ever known is one being able to work. But it's still so rooted and deep-rooted, and the misogyny is so deep-rooted, that you see that you see influences of that even now. So even though, for example, like I was born and I went into comedy and I was like, yeah, there's no such thing as women aren't funny or, or bullshit or sexism was a misogyny in comedy because I'm a woman doing it. I grew up with brothers. They weren't funny. I was hilarious, like... I, I am what I am. But then the longer you're in the game, you realise, oh, but there are restraints because women are held to a different standard. Men get away with a lot more. Like, men could literally uh, steal, lie, cheat, rape, abuse and still keep a profile and still keep, you know, financial security or still keep at least people that have been supported them in that behaviour. Eventually they get caught out, they lose those things, but they're able to get away with it for a long, long, long time whereas women are held to a different standard. So if you're difficult, if you're unattractive, if you say no to the wrong person, you're out, right? So we're still, even though we're in this new world and we're new to it, we're still, uh, we're still under the influence of previous, previous uh, restrictions. Previous. Uh, is this making any sense? This might not be making any sense. This podcast, but I'll try. I am going to go back to dogs. But you're getting these guys now that go on dates, right? And they go on dates. And they're like, oh, I'm a feminist. Like I'm a massive feminist. And you're like, oh, here we go. Okay. And then the bill comes, and they only pay for half the bill. And you're like, mate, what are you doing? Like, I'm a feminist. Like, I'm only going to pay for half the bill because I don't want you to think that I think that you can't afford it. And you're like, well, now I've dried up, you dickwad. That's not feminism, is it? That's not feminism. 
Feminism is support me in my lifestyle choices. Feminism is support me in my body autonomy. Feminism is if you're being a dickhead that day and I tell you off for it, don't be like, oh, you're on the blob, are you bleeding, are you? <laughs> no, feminism is thinking, actually, have I been a dick that day? Yeah, I have, so I probably got deserve to get called out. That's fucking feminism. Don't use my fucking body fluids against me. That's feminism. Feminism is if you see bullshit uh, on the street, you fucking call it the fuck out. So if you see racism, homophobia, bullying, sexual assault, you don't just stand by or let it happen. If you've, if you've got a place of power or influence, fucking step up and say something. Feminism is call that shit fucking out. That's feminism. In fact, do you know what? I'd have more respect for you if you came on the day, ordered everything, got to the end, panicked, was like, actually, Louisa, I can't afford any of it. I'm really sorry. I can't afford any of this. I just got overexcited and I was so happy to meet you. Then when I get excited, I eat. I'll be like, I understand that, my friend. I get that. Don't worry. I'll get it. I'll fucking get it. It's not a fucking problem. But if you're like, but I'll bring you cups of tea until the cows come home and give you cunnilingus forever. Mate, you've got the job. Because that's all we want, isn't it? It's an exchange of skill sets. We just want to meet somebody where you can exchange your skill set. So if I'm really badly organised, I want somebody really organised. If I'm really fucking, if I'm really over-emotional, I want somebody logical and practical, right? If I don't make much fucking money and you make loads, but you know how to handle it, but I know how to fucking sort out everything, we're just exchanging skill sets. That's what we want. That's true, I think. That's part of true feminism. For me, it is anyway. So actually, people are staying single for longer. They're choosing not to have children because you're, you're not meeting your match. And I would love to settle down. I would love to settle down and be a wifey. Oh, my gosh, I would love it so much. Still have my autonomy and do my own shit and do everything. But I'd love to have a unit. That would be amazing to have that. And for me, Bernie is part of that unit. Bernie is very much part of that unit. Bernie is my baby girl. Like, I love that dog. I will do anything for that dog. She comes with me everywhere. Like, And it's weird, isn't it? Because... I think we're seeing more and more people that are choosing to have, say, puppies, whatever, especially in lockdown. And I, my, <laughs> my interest and my insight into animal welfare is, is huge. These people that got puppies and didn't know what to do with it and just sold it or gave it away. I think it's a very difficult decision to have an animal and then decide to give it away. I think it's the best thing you can do if you know you can't look after it is to give it away and to make sure it goes to a different home. I, I find it weird when people resell these dogs that they have for like six to eight months and they try and resell it for thousands of pounds. And you're like, yeah, I find it very weird. I also find this current um, conversation about banning an entire breed really problematic because, A, I don't trust this government as far as you can throw them. At what point are they going to change the diameters or parameters of what breed? Is it going to be or this breed that you can't actually confirm as a specific breed because it's not been recognised as a specific breed? So then is it going to be like, oh, well, actually, this size of dog or this type of dog or... Because Bernie's a big girl. But Bernie's a goofball. She's a gentle fucking giant. I do think it's about owners and owners' responsibility. It's absolutely about owners. And Bernie, in many ways, has changed my life and enabled me to have such a wonderful, fulfilling life, which I wouldn't have had. And even though she's a ball ache and she cost me a fortune, yes, she doesn't cost me over £1,000 a month in childcare fortune, but she does cost me a lot. And there are restrictions. So, like, going on holiday is difficult. Going away is difficult. Going out is difficult. (laughs) Meeting anybody is difficult. Keeping a clean house is difficult. Not having to mop the floor is difficult. Not having to hoover four times a day is difficult. Like even not being able to eat without having a wet patch of dribble by my feet because she sat there watching me is difficult. I wouldn't change her for the world. Like I wouldn't change her for the world. Uh, I feel like I was very blessed and very lucky to get Bernie. Like I feel like she's a, a very special girl. And for me, I never liked dogs. I've always thought dogs were dicks. Basically, that's a uh, a joke I did that went viral on TikTok. Uh, I filmed a God is a Woman show, and one of the early days that I filmed, there's this clip online 
where I've got Bernie on stage to me and she sat on the sofa next to me and I do this joke where I say, I hate dogs, I've always hated dogs. I've always thought they were dicks and Bernie, you've done nothing to change that opinion. <laughs> and as I say that, Bernie turns on the sofa to look at me and she gives me the best side eye. She, This girl has so much good comic timing and there's a joke of it. I'm actually, I've created an Instagram account for this um, podcast called Famous for the Baby. So check out the Instagram account, Famous for the Baby, and I'll post that clip on there so you can actually see it for yourselves. But she's so funny, it's so gorgeous to have that five million views. It's very, very beautiful. Um, but yeah, but Bernie came along at a time when I really needed her. So when my mum passed away, I went to a hospice and my mum was dying and I thought, I know what I'll do, I'll get a dog. Basically what happened is I came across a picture of a Bernie's mountain dog and I thought that'll fix it, I'll get one of them. And uh, uh, I'll show you a picture of Bernie, actually you can see this now. So this is a picture of Bernie when she's a puppy, she's beautiful. And all my friends were like, don't get a dog, Like you can't handle a dog, you can't even look after yourself for your own life, let alone a dog. And I was like, my mum's dead, they were like, get a dog. I was like, thank you. And they were like, but don't get one of those like big massive ones. Like you want like a little dog, you know, one that you can handle, put in a handbag and like just take it with you everywhere, like just in a handbag. And I was like, my mom's dead. They were like, get the horse, get the horse. And I and I, I got a Bernie's mountain dog. And uh, I remember before my mom was dying, I asked her all the questions under the sun, like what do I do? Like I wanted to make sure I found out everything about my mom before she passed away. Like and I wanted to get all her advice to be like, you know, what do I do if I do have a family? She's like, look after them. I was like, what if I have a baby? She's like protect it i'm like yeah but what if i accidentally leave it on the roof of the car she's like what are you talking about i was like you know when you go to sainsbury's and you have a baby and you leave it on the roof of the car like what if i leave it on the roof of the car she's like well try not to i was like yeah but how do you know i won't she's like you won't i was like but how do you know she's like just maybe go with your partner to sainsbury's what if i don't have a partner what if i do it by myself she's like you'll be fine you'll work it out how do i make your lasagna and then she died so talk about your cliffhanger never got to figure out how she made a lasagna and she was polish so fuck knows what she put in it vodka or something i don't know and uh and then I uh, I came across this advert for a Bernie's Mountain Dog Puppy for sale and uh, I thought I'd call it Bernie, right? And um, I was meant to pick the dog up the day after the funeral. That was the plan, to have something to look forward to. And on the day of the funeral, I got a text message saying, oh, we're really sorry, we've decided to keep your dog. There's something wrong with him, so we're going to keep him. And I was like, oh, okay. And all my friends were like, oh, thank God, that's a sign. That's a sign from your mum. That's your mum saying, like, don't get the dog because we know you've been used to the dog. So that's your mum, that's a sign. I was like, great fucking sign, mum, thank you. It's one of the worst day of my life. You take away the only thing I was fucking looking forward to. Thank you so much. Like, great fucking sign. How about next time you give me a more useful sign? Like, actually, Louisa, it's not vodka that I put in it. It's milk. That's what makes it so creamy. Like, that would be a more useful sign. And I um, I went home and I had to masturbate because I was really depressed. Obviously, I was grieving and I wanted to masturbate because it's the only way I know how to self-soothe. But I wasn't feeling very horny because, like, my mum was dead. And I couldn't even masturbate anymore because like, well, now you can't do that shit anymore, can you? Because she's dead. And what's everybody been telling you all day? Like, oh, she's always watching you. Like, she's always with you. She's always watching over you. Oh, great. Can you go? Can you go away? Can you just? Can you just give me five minutes? Can you just go away? Like, I didn't know what it was like. Like, wh- like I don't know what it's like when you die. Nobody does. Nobody can tell you. What if it is like in the Disney films? You know, in Beauty and the Beast, where <laughs> where they get the mirror and they're like, "Show me the girl," and they see fucking Belle, what she's up to. Well, that's what it's like in heaven. What my mum's up there with George Michael, and he's like. Oh, would you like to see the girl? She's like, oh, I'd love to. Yes, please. Thank you, George. Oh, I wonder what Louise is up to. I hope she's making the most of her life on a random Wednesday. And it's just me there knocking one out. Like, no. So I wasn't feeling very horny. So I needed to put some porn on. I love porn. Like, porn is my favourite. Oh, my gosh, I love it. Like, as I've got older, my porn tastes have changed. And now my favourite porn website is Right Move. Love a bit of Right Move, mate. Oh, three beds in zone two with an outside space. Mm, all day, every day, mate. All day, every day. And a Google alert popped up, and it was for a Polish Bernie's Mountain Dog that had been returned, because her teeth ever bite. She had wonky teeth, and I was like, "Well, I wore braces for four and a half years. I know what it's like to have wonky teeth." She's a Polish Bernie's Mountain Dog. 
like her mum is Polish and her dad is probably she was born in England. Uh, I also have a Polish mum and dad, but I was also born in England. So it takes her a while to learn how to bark in the language because it's confusing. I also took a while to learn how to speak proper English. I'm just going to go have a look at it. I'm not going to buy it. And I drove four and a half hours to this woman's house. And I remember knocking the door and I was there. I drove in my pyjamas with the washing basket. Like I wasn't really thinking straight. And she answered the door and she's like, oh, you come for the dog? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, in pyjamas with the washing basket. And I was like, my mum's just died. She's like, come in, come in. And I went into this woman's house and she sits me down and she goes on the phone. She's on the phone, she's talking in Polish. And I love the language. She's just chatting away in Polish. And I don't understand Polish, but there's a melody to that language that hits my bones. Like it makes me really happy and makes me feel really feel at home and really safe. And I love the melody. Like it's just, I feel it in my bones. I can't explain it. And um, I had this beautiful poppy sat on my lap and I couldn't believe it. I just felt calm for the first time in weeks. And I said to this woman, I can't believe this is my dog. And she was like, that's not your dog. Your dog is over there in the corner eating carpet. <laughs> and I was like, well, I like a strong independent bitch. I'll take her instead. <laughs> and I brought home Bernie. And I brought home Bernie. And uh, she was crying in the car all the way home. And I was like, oh, mine's dead. At least we can visit yours. And uh, and she single-handedly saved my life because she taught me that I had to love something and look after something. And their routine and going out in nature and going out for walks and making sure she's taken care of and she became my priority I started taking better care of her than I was of myself and that was really healing and really wonderful and like Bernie was essentially my emotional support dog because I found it hard to go out I'd keep having panic attacks and breakdowns I couldn't go out I couldn't be in public I'd feel like overwhelmed like the roof was closing in like the whole room was closing in but if I went out with Bernie I felt safer I felt better I felt calmer I could just focus on Bernie and she's meant to be my emotional support dog, but to be honest, who's emotionally supporting who, Bernie? Hey, exactly. Um, but she's the best thing. She's amazing. Dogs are really healing, and they're really important, and they're an intrinsic part of the family. And I think it's wonderful. And actually, I think uh, you can tell a lot by a person by how your dog reacts to them. I think. I don't know if you've noticed that if you're a pet owner, like. I kind of trust Bernie's judgment first. In fact, there was somebody that she met once that's been there's some rumours about that she never liked. She didn't like him. I didn't get why she didn't like him. And then rumours have come out and you go, oh, that's why you didn't like him. And uh, one of my like dreams or what I sometimes fantasise about would be so lovely would be to have a family and have like a baby and have a baby and have a newborn and have Bernie and have like that little family together. Like Bernie and the baby, like my first baby, like my first hairy baby, my first human baby. In fact, when Bernie had puppies, uh, one of my friends um, became the new parents to her. And uh, they recently had a little one. And it's so lovely, the dynamic of like, oh, it's just gorgeous. I just think dogs are incredible and amazing. And I highly recommend them. And uh, yes, they cost a lot. Like, people are like, oh, you don't know what it's like to have kids. And I'm like, how dare you? I have her. She takes up all my fucking time. She eats everything. She eats me out of house and home. She fucking stops me from going out, even though I don't like going out. Sometimes when I go out, I'm out. And I'm like, I'd rather just go home to my dog. And I don't know how good that is for you. I don't know how that good that is for you for, you know, being sociable or dating or whatever, if you want to go home to your dog. But I'd say I'm pretty lucky to have her. Bernie, oh my little sausage. Also, I don't think it's weird when people don't have a voice for their dog. Like, well, what's your dog's voice? And they're like, it hasn't got one. It has. You're not listening. Hi, mommy. I'm trying to sleep, mommy. If you could just stop talking so loudly. 
Unless, mummy. Mummy, would you like to give me some cheese? Some cheese. A tweet. A tweet, mummy. Oh, I would like a tweet. If you're watching on the camera, she's just lifted her in her eyes. Do you want a treat, baby? Do you want a treat? Do you want a treat? (gasps) Do you want a treat? Let's get Bernie a treat. Should we get Bernie a treat? Yes. Oh, yes. So exciting. Bernie monkey head. Bernie as a sausage monkey head. Would Bernie like a treat? Anyway, sorry. This podcast has got really um, boring. Uh, thank you for listening. Do, do, do. Famous with a baby. Big laugh. Speak to you next time. Bye.